How's it going, guys? Welcome to the RVS Podcast, episode 38, question mark. I think it's 38, maybe it's 39. How we how we feeling, guys? Welcome to the RVS Podcast, real Vega shit. It's going down tonight, guys. It's going down. We just got confirmation that Joe Biden has uh, declared that he will be the first one to take the vaccine. He says that he will not force a vaccine on anyone if uh, he doesn't take it first. He said he's going to be the guinea pig. He doesn't care that um, that he potentially could be the president-elect. He doesn't care that he could potentially could be the president-elect. He, he says he's going to take the vaccine first before any other American because he is, is willing to make that sacrifice. He feels that uh, he owes it to the American people. He owes it to the American people. That's what he said. That's what came out of his mouth. And that's the facts. Fact check that, Mark Zuckerberg. Fact check that. How are we feeling today, guys? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling stuffed. I I ate so much turkey, I almost became a turkey. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. So much turkey, guys. So much turkey. And I ate all my turkey the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, my girl's mom made me, uh, left me some turkey. Lots and lots of turkey. I was chewing on turkey for like 45 minutes. It was great. So much protein. So much bird. Bird up. Bird up, bitches. If you know, you know. Don't you love it when people say that? If you know, you know. Well, obviously, if you know, you you probably know. Right? It's like when people say, uh, not gonna lie, but um, I love Cheetos. Uh, why would you lie about that? Why do you gotta say not gonna lie? Why would you lie about that? Like, who cares if you love Cheetos? That's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. You know? Tiffany, you can relax. We're not going to judge you, okay? So you don't have to lie every every waking second of your existence. Just eat the Cheetos and shut up. But yeah, guys, lots of turkey. I, I feel stuffed. But on actual Thanksgiving, thanks to COVID, uh, it was the the smallest Thanksgiving I've ever I've ever had ever in my. Uh, in my life's history every thanksgiving it's uh you know a family gets together uh, big groups of people people that aren't in my family that will join in you know friends of friends family friends uh the whole enchilada but this time it was uh a duet it was just me and my girl because uh half of my family was in colombia the other half uh was uh spread out very thin um, and everybody was kind of doing their own thing for for their own reasons and uh, not blaming anybody everybody had to do what they had to do you know so uh, I decided hey since I'm not since I'm doing Thanksgiving with my girl we talked about it and we're like we don't want to make turkey let's cook some ribeyes let's cook some ribeye steaks with some lobster with some chicken shish kebabs, okay? With some fancy rice. 
And, and to throw it all out, to, to, to put the cherry on top, let's make a chocolate cake. Let's bake a chocolate cake with this fabulous dinner. And that's what we did, and it was delicious. I love cooking steak. I'm getting a lot better at cooking steak. I haven't invested a single dime into like the, the hardware, but I use a pan that I've had for a little while. It does the job. I'm, I'm uh, learning the, the power output of my range you know, my oven, my range, I mean, cooktop. I'm learning, uh, you know, what's the best, you know, because uh, on the, every recipe, it always like, oh, from medium to high, you know, but what, is, what does that mean exactly? My, my stove works like one to 10. Do I put it at a seven? Is that a six? Is that an eight? Because I've put it at an eight before and the steak got burnt real quick. I'm like, what the, f- what happened? What happened? Maybe I'll make a maybe I'll make a side podcast, the Ruben is cooking show. I'll show you guys how it's done. I might actually post a video soon on the Ruben Vega show Instagram. If you're not following it, guys, get on it. The Ruben Vega show Instagram is a Instagram dedicated to all things Ruben Vega show. So you want to get on there if you haven't. Haven't really been posting a whole lot of videos. Just been working a lot lately, been a little preoccupied. I did something I said I wouldn't do this year is a, a video game. I got a video game, Sekiro. I know it came out last year, but I'm always really late to video games. Like I always play a video game like after two years that it's been out. That is my life story. And um, yeah, so I'm playing it now and I'm fucking addicted. And I got a, I've bought a few books too. So I've just been reading and playing video games, mainly just Sekiro. I've just been playing Sekiro every now and then when I have free time. Um, uh, playing a little bit of Sekiro, reading, um, and yeah, man, just just uh, having a jolly old time. That's how I spend my free time, and I try to work out. I've been trying to work out uh, every so often, trying to stay in somewhat decent shape. You know, I got real flabby. I got real soft. You know, um, and I was like, I gotta fix this. I'm getting a little, little, uh, you know, mushy gushy. And not, I'm not talking about that wet ass gushy. I'm talking about just some, just some, you know, some donut rolls or what? What is it called? A bagel bite? Uh, what's it called when you got like the tire, the tire on your belly, like the fucking uh, love handles, muffin top, the old, the old muffin top. That's what it is. That's what it is. The old muffin top. Nobody wants a muffin top. But yeah, I was getting one of those, and I'm like, I gotta. I gotta turn this muffin top into a into a cheesecake slice, a nice cold cheesecake, nice and firm. Yeah, guys. But yeah, you, you guys heard right. I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. Joe Biden is going to uh, take the vaccine first. He said that he wants to take the vaccine first because he wants to make sure that uh, it is safe for Americans. And he said if if it doesn't work, if the vaccine fails. And, um, you know, uh, just turns his brain into ash. That uh, luckily Kamala Harris is his VP. And she will immediately take over the new regime and uh, start the Great Reset in much faster time. Because Joe Biden said it's going to take him 10 years to complete the Great Reset. Kamala says she can do it in one year. So let's see what happens, guys. Let's see what happens. 
Oh, man. Obviously, that is... Uh, I made that up before I get fact-checked and before people think that I was serious and that I'm not totally fucking busting your tits. Um, that is fake news. Uh, Joe Biden didn't say that. He should, though. I really do think he should. It'd be, it'd be cool. I'd respect him a lot more and be like, oh, wow, you do that for us, Joe? Sounds very foolish, but very, very brave. Haven't seen him do one brave thing in 47 years of presidency. And I've been alive those 47 years. Whether out out here in the open or, or in my in my father's testicles. I was somewhere. I was I was some kind of cell. You know, living out living out my my existence. What what are we be, before we're sperm cells? What are we? What are what what is what is he, human? What is a human being? Like really? What does it mean? Does it mean anything? Does it mean anything to be a human being? Are we just like advanced monkeys going about our lives? You know, some of us like to drink alcohol. Some of us like to go shopping. Some of us uh, like to take mushrooms. And then some of us just like to play video games. And then there's people that just love eating chocolate. There's all kinds of people in this world, but we don't know what it truly means to be a human being. What does it mean to be human? We're going to do a poll and uh, we're going to see what the best answers are. Follow the Ruben Vega Show Instagram again. I need to make more social media. I'm just like, I'm so anti-social media. Like you'd think otherwise, you'd think I fucking love social media. But I feel like it's not really that cool unless you're super famous. Like if this podcast blew up, then social media would be really cool because you'd get a lot of, a, a lot, like tons of interaction from like all sorts of different people, strangers, all sorts of fucking crazy maniacs. But you know, when you're not super famous, you get reactions from, from, you know, cool people, but it's people, you know, in your circle or in your outer circle, or, you know, it's not, you're not really getting that, that uh, much variety of opinion. You know, it's pretty much the, a lot of these people share the same views for the most part, or they, they share very similar outlooks a lot of the time. Um, not every time there's 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 always you know there's variety but i think like social media is probably really fun when you're super famous right it pro- it's probably really fucking uh interesting but it probably may it's probably very depressing at the same time because um you're always going to have haters so if you have you know thousands of fans or millions of fans you're going to have uh you know potentially a few thousand haters at least maybe millions who knows and um it's probably pretty depressing getting like a bunch of hate mail and shit like that i don't think it would get to me i have pretty tough skin and i'm i know i i what's it called when you have like uh self uh, respect and like like i know myself like i know what i am i know who i am so like if you tell me some absurd thing uh, that I don't believe you're right about, it's not really going to get to me. Like, it's not going to bother me at all. So, um, 
I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Everybody has has some buttons that you can press, but I don't think it bothered me too much. But I think there's a lot of people that it will really fuck with them. It really fucking destroy them if they were super famous and they were getting, you know, 95% love mail, but then uh, 5% fucking hate messages and, and evil, spiteful DMs saying they should fucking kill themselves, that they're fucking trash, they're talentless, they have no potential there, they're a waste of fucking sperm and egg. I think that'll bother some people. That, that people, Some people might lose sleep over that. We Too many people let the words of strangers affect them way too much. That's the problem. Uh, that is a problem uh, with uh, modern humanity, modern people. Modern people. I like the way that sounds. It really rolls off the tongue. Modern people. What is the, the modern human being, the modern person? That's that's a fun game. Like, how would you describe the modern person? <laughs> so much fun. I would say that they are um, easily addicted, easily influenced. Um, a lot of people nowadays uh, are very emotion-based. I, th- I feel like every year we're losing logic. Like people are becoming less logical and more emotional. They're not. They're using their hearts more than their brains, which isn't a bad thing. But in a perfect world, we would be, uh, you know, fifty percent brain, fifty percent heart. Uh, the balance, you know, the balance of the force. But I think when we get, we start getting too emotion based and making emotional uh, decisions. I think uh, that's when things go downhill. That's when. Uh, you know, we lose, we lose, um, what's it called? Uh, we lose, uh, stability, stability. We, we become less pragmatic. We start thinking a little bit too, uh, too fairy tale like, you know, but when we use our brains, if we use our brains way too much, way much more than our heart, um, we create a cold world. A very cold world where there's no emotions, there's no love, there's uh, or very little of it. So that's why we need both. We need both, but I would say maybe we need our brain a little bit more. I would say it should be 55% brain, uh, 40% heart, and 5% genitals. Because that is that is important. That is important. I was I saw a meme the other day, and I can't remember what the meme was, but it was talking about. Wasn't really a meme. It was one of the like, is a, does a meme have to be comical? Because it was like a meme, but it wasn't funny. It was like a statement, but it was like a picture of Conor McGregor and like a comment that he never said, but somebody just like photoshopped it in there, and it said. Something along the lines of a man uh, without a a man without a like an unquenchable hmm how what the fuck did it say it said a man that is in control of his sexual desires is a focused man is an unstoppable man he can do anything 
because he has that in check. And that is something that I can very much agree with. And I think, uh, I think a lot of us can probably agree with if you're a man, if you're a guy. Uh, if you're a guy, raise your hand. Okay, you. Tell me. Have you ever been uh, single for a long time and gone through a drought as a man? Have you ever gone through a drought where, and when I say a drought, I mean, you know, uh, months, maybe years without any kind of uh, action, uh, you know, with the opposite sex? Or if you're gay with the same sex, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, those droughts... Uh, can be very depressing. So, uh, more depressing for others than, 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 you know, it might be a little bit upsetting. It might be fucking horrible for some people, but it's going to affect you. And not just men, women too. But I think it affects men a little differently. And I might get, you know, I might trigger some femmes for saying this, but I, I highly doubt any, any modern day feminist listen to this podcast, honestly. But, um... I think it affects men differently than women. When a woman doesn't have sex for a long time, um, a lot can happen. I'm not, you know, it's going to affect her. But I think it affects men differently in the sense that they're willing to do more. They become, I think they become more desperate than women do. I think they become a lot more desperate. And let me prove this to you. A woman... Okay. This this is going to get interesting. This is my take on it. This is just my opinion. Okay? So don't don't crucify me. But I think a a big reason why they say that... a, A big reason why there's that stereotype that, oh, a guy that can get a lot of pussy is a player, he's a badass, but a woman that gets a lot of dick is a slut. A big reason why that exists, guys, it, it, and it's not black and white. It, it's, it's very gray. You know, it's, it, there's no right and wrong way to, you know, determine what, 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 how many guys makes you a whore and, and how many girls makes you, you know, a, a fucking uh, a piece of shit. I don't know. There's no number. There's no science behind this. It's kind of just like trusting your gut. Um, But here's my take. I think the reason that statement exists in the first place, it's because it actually takes some finesse for a guy to get laid. It takes some amount of finesse. You got to have something. You got to have something. You either got to be really good looking. You either got to be funny you got to be interesting. You have to uh, maybe maybe be really good in bed. You have to have something. Something. Either funny, good-looking, interesting, um, uh, charismatic. Uh, you got to be, and most of the time, at least two of those things. Most of the time. But you got to have something. You got to have something to bring to the table um, to, to acquire uh, vagine. But, or money. Oh my God, did I forget money? Oh, if you have money, you're, you're pretty much set. 
I would say, uh, I hate using numbers, but I would say about, I would say, this is probably being modest, but I'd say at least 50% of women, uh, if they're single and they know you're rich and you approach them, uh, they will give you the time of day of uh, definitely. If they know you're rich, she could be the hottest girl in the world at the club drinking by herself at the bar. You could be like the ugliest dude ever, but like you're you're famous and she knows you're super rich, she's going to fucking talk to you. Even if you're not famous, but she sees that you're you're rocking like, you know, the most fucking, most expensive outfit. Half the time, uh, you're going to interest her just by that alone, you know. Uh, okay, but now with women, it doesn't really take much finesse to get laid. For a guy to get laid, again, he has to try most of the time. A guy can't just go on the internet and put, uh, oh, uh, feeling horny, who wants to fuck? Feeling horny, who wants to fuck? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, They can do that, but they'd they'd be looked down upon, I believe, by most people. They'd be like, "What, what has gotten into this fella, you know? Um... But again, with a woman though, and maybe and maybe some girls might message that guy, might slide into his DMs if he's like really good looking or uh, meets any of the other criteria I talked about. But here's the thing. If a woman were to post a status update or a tweet like that or something, her DMs would be flooded to the fucking max. Doesn't matter who she is. She could be the nastiest broad this side of Hialeah. And her DMs would be overflowing with dick pics, with thirsty dudes uh, wanting to get some action. Because (coughs) dudes are desperate. (coughs) Thirsty dudes are desperate, man. They will get it. They They will put their hands on anything they can. They will put their... They will put their rods in any hole that will take it. They're they're ready. They want some. They want they want it. Anything. But women, women might get desperate, but they're still like a little bit picky though. Even when a woman gets desperate, it's it's not. I'll fuck any guy. 99% of the time There's not a lot of women like that That they'll literally fuck any man Who messages them That That's That's a little odd right That's a little rare You don't really hear about that too much But if a guy's desperate He will fuck pretty much anything If he's desperate enough If he's desperate enough I think it really gets to guys When they don't get action For a long time And I'm speaking uh, not really, you know, maybe a little bit from experience, but just from from talking to people. I've, I've met a lot of people. I've, I've heard a lot of stories. I've, I've had a lot of conversations with people about, you know, their their love life and, and you know, and, uh, you know, when they're in a relationship, when they're not in a relationship, when they're this, that, this. And I think it it just affects guys a little bit more. It affects them again. It affects them more in the sense of desperation. I think men are, men are more desperate when they're horny and alone uh, and alone than women are. Maybe I'm you know I'm kind of figuring this out as we're having this this one person conversation. But 
Maybe it's because women, obviously women probably can't be as desperate as men because women have to fear uh, being assaulted, being sexually assaulted, being attacked, being raped, being murdered. Uh, There's more fear uh, coming from them in that department. So maybe that's why they're not so desperate. Maybe if men were weaker and more frail, they would probably be a lot more desperate when they're, uh, you know, uh, single, alone, and horny for months because they're like, ah, oh, that guy's not gonna do shit to me. I just, I just want to fuck him, and that's it. They'll, they'll get their fuck, and they'll be like, all right, I'm out, peace. Gonna go to Starbucks, and that's it. But no, I guess being a woman, there's that fear of like, uh, of being killed. <laughs> There's that fear of being killed. So crazy, right? Fucking men. Fucking men. You know, I love I love being a man and I love my you know my fellow brothers. I believe there there should be more love for men because I believe like there's like a woman's there's like a woman's month, like woman appreciation day and stuff like that, but there's not there's not like a man appreciation day. Like there's Father's Day, but Father's Day is always like the B-side. Like everybody knows Mother's Day is where it's at. Mother's Day, everybody goes all out. They buy their mom like a fucking, you know, expensive perfume, expensive clothes, a spa day, um, you know, the works. They buy her a fu- some fucking new AirPods and a fucking a new watch. What does Father's Day get? He gets a fucking blowjob from his wife and his kids buy him a fucking tie. That's as good as it's going to get on Father's Day. So, as as far as man, man appreciation goes, that's as good as it gets. We got a fucking tie and a blowjob that we've gotten, you know, hundreds of other times. I guess, it, is, is it a special blowjob? Because it's Father's Day, it's a Father's Day blowjob? I don't know, is it? We'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe when I'm a father, I'll get a really special gift. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, not just a tie. You know, oh, I got you. I got you this tie. My kids like, oh, daddy, dad, we got you a tie. I don't wear ties, son. Why? Why do you get me a tie? Or daughter? I hope if I have a daughter, she's really good at chess. I hope she's really good at chess. Queen's Gambit. Saw a little bit of that show last night. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Lately, I've been kind of a, of a, of a critic with shows. I've been kind of snobby with, with TV shows lately. I'm like, eh, I've seen this before. Or other people have done it better. Or, oh, oh this isn't that unique. This isn't that interesting. This isn't that... Uh, doesn't really stand out to me too much. Well, this show was pretty cool. I liked it. It was interesting. It was a little different. Never seen uh, something exactly like it before. It was cool. Queen's Gambit. Check it out. It's on Netflix. It's a girl who... Uh, I only saw the, the pilot and like the half of the second episode. But it's a girl who uh, is a chess prodigy. Her mom, it appears that she committed suicide and was a mathematician and uh, kind of passed on her brain to her daughter. And her, broader, her daughter is a little bit of, a, of an emotional train wreck and uh, from a very young age becomes addicted to these, these pills and uh, learns to, to play chess from this janitor. 
and uh, and she masters chess at a, an extremely young age, and she becomes like one of the greatest chess players of all time. And I think it is a true story. I believe it. It might be a true story. Maybe. Yeah, guys. Um, Joe Biden is going to take the vaccine before everyone. Okay, or don't forget. So don't take it until Joe Biden's taking it, okay? Just letting you guys know. Letting you guys know. But like I was saying, let's wrap it up. Let's let let's get to the conclusion here, okay? Men, when a man is horny and lonely, he becomes a very very desperate mess of a man. That doesn't even isn't even a man anymore. He's just a dog. He's just a dirty fucking dog. But when a woman is lonely and horny for an extended period of time, sure she she might get a little desperate. She might, you know, bring down her standards just a little bit. You know, if she usually, you know, goes for guys that are, you know, very good looking, very successful, uh, make a lot of money, are very charismatic. She'll probably cut one of those two off just to get, you know, some quick dick. She'll, she'll probably settle for a funny guy who won't fucking kill her. Oh, this guy's funny and probably won't kill me. I'll sleep with him. I'm, I'm feeling a little desperate. But he still has to be, you know, he still has to bring something to the table, you know? Something to the table. But a woman, when, um, I mean, but a man, when a man is very... Uh, lonely and, and horny for an extended period of time, he becomes a fucking dog. A dog. Uh, a horny dog. And he'll do anything. He'll, 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 he'll put his little red dick in anything. Any hole that'll take it. He'll go down any rabbit hole if you let him. But again, I think that, com- that I think that comes down to men being, uh, more powerful than women physically. I think it really comes down to that because a man can be desperate and settle for just about anything. Like a man, like like a man who normally uh, goes for like eights and nines will will settle for like a fucking two. If if you you know you take pussy away from him for like a year, but if a if a woman, oh, and if you get him drunk enough, oh, if you get a man drunk enough, I, oh god, oh god. But uh, a woman, though, I feel like a woman, you got to, like, she, like if she usually goes for eights and nines, like, she might be like, eh, I'll do a six today. I'll do a six. And when I'm rating, when I'm rating men, I'm not rating them uh, strictly on looks, just like on overall, like, like the quality of the man as a whole, you know, like I'm balancing looks, uh, success and uh, charisma all into one ball of shit. One ball of human of humanity. That's what we're doing here. That is our ranking system for men. But yeah, guys, again, there is no man appreciation day. And that makes me sad. The closest thing is Father's Day. And all fathers get is a, is a fucking, is a blowjob and a tie on Father's Day. And I don't think that's fair. Okay? 
I don't think that's fair at all. Because on Mother's Day, the kids go all out. They make a big breakfast. They buy their mom a fucking Rolex and a new outfit and a little. And the daughter takes the mom to the spa. And the fucking husband has to buy her like like seven different things. And a fucking and a cruise for next summer. And yeah, don't give me that shit that, that men and women are appreciated the same. Because they're not. Okay? Women are, are much more appreciated. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> I don't care. That's okay with me. Anyway, guys, that's our show. Uh, it, it was a long one. It was a long one. I owed you guys a long one because I, I've been doing like short and sweet ones. You know, I haven't had really the, the motivation to go, uh, to go into a 30-minute tangent. But I'm glad uh, you guys were here for the ride. Thank you so much for being here for the ride. This is uh, the RVS Real Vegas Shit experience. And I hope that uh, you guys come along for more and more rides because this is it, baby. This is the beginning of something special. This is the beginning of something that is only going to happen once in uh, the history of man. And if you're here for it now, then you're going to see it for what it is, for what it, what it, what it truly is. And that is a, a transformation, a beautiful transformation, not some kind of reset. No, it's not an on and off switch. It is a, it is evolution. It is the evolution of of the brain, of the human heart. Like how far can we go? That's what we're going to find out on RVS podcast baby. Peace out.